stand. Child mortality was high. And all three children made it. I'm proud of you, Fred. This cannot be you, off Fred. the cuff. Barney, do just as well. I hope he did. I hope he did. Can we carbon date your bones? Fred, 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 Fred Flintstone. This is a parody song about the Flintstones. All that's left to you is them gummies. Used to say yabba dabba do. I would say what's left of them is a tremendous cultural impact that changed the American television landscape forever. But sure, gummies works too. God. I agree. Gummies. That's the main, that's the main thing. No. That's not true. Name one other impact. The uh, impact on the American <laughs> the sitcom. Land, you can't just say the landscape. The landscape has been impacted. Because All the, now every, we use dinosaurs to wash our dishes. Every adult animated sitcom. Are we recording? Yes. We've been Get recording for wax. over a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't include that song. That's not mine. That's copyrighted, I assume. That's why I was asking you who wrote it. Um, that, that is by Joji. There it is. Uh, if Joji comes for us in court, we will roll over. We will no. show our, our soft <laughs> under... Okay, you're turning this into something else. Uh- <laughs> Come on. You just turned it into something else. I was using it in a legal term. <laughs> That's... I was agreeing. <laughs> you're so nasty. Can you On hear our birthday the, uh, of all days. It is, in fact, our mutual birthday. Uh, we have... Some oh, wow. Birthday. Let's just hold on for a second. Yeah, can you hear the ridiculously loud construction outside my house not as much as i've been able to hear other things outside your house at other times okay because this to me feels like as loud as it's been i feel like you're maybe like there's a storm outside you're always talking about the storm coming aren't you yeah yeah i'm a big uh and hey where we go when we go all that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) i'm mumbling no no context necessary once again, I've hit an alt-right thing early <laughs> yes, in the podcast. <laughs> this is like the second time in Yesterday, a I was watching the Blue Jays game and at the Furkin on Bay. Brandon Belt was up to bat. Hit him with a little, let's go, Brandon. Thought that was funny and clever of me. That's good. And then he struck out. Yeah. So that's why. Not super for the boss, but... Um, Anyway, it is our birthday, Chris. We are here to celebrate High Floor Low Ceiling Turn 2, officially, on October 1st, 2023. Uh, If you had to reflect back on the last two years, would you say this has been a net positive in your life? Ooh, great question. I just wanted to say, first of all, podcast is now old enough to drink. (laughs) Two? (laughs) All right. In podcast years, that's like 80. Do you think we'll get to uh, age 19? I thought you were going to say age 3. <laughs> oh, I'm confident about age 3. Uh, I'd say I'm over 50%. That will get to 19? That will get to 3. Ah. Um, is the podcast a net positive? I guess the people I love, Griffin, we've talked about them many times on this show. They seem to like it. Yeah. Um, you know, some of my dearest friends, friend of the show, Clem McConnell, he said he was keeping up. We'll yeah, have him on the show soon. We were just talking overdue. about this earlier. Um, Maybe we'll do a Blue Jays postmortem with Clem. That's a great idea. So we'll record that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Save it for the, the intangies. The problem is that 
I I was gonna mention this earlier that like it's this is like the worst time to talk about the Blue Jays is <laughs> like two hours before they play the game that could potentially eliminate them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you know, we have never once in the past two years done things optimally. And that, I think, is the true spirit of High Floor, Low Ceiling. And so that's why we're going to play the theme song. And welcome you in to our second birthday episode of High Floor, Low Ceiling. Chris, my ice cream is melting. Yes, I have birthday cake here. You have birthday ice cream. Uh, so we are going to enjoy that during the intangible segment. I'll get. I'll put a little bit of. Yeah. That. No. Mm. no. Mm. Uh, what kind of cake are we really talking about here? We are talking about a vanilla cake with vanilla icing and sprinkles. For me, you would. It's. It was labeled as birthday cake in the store. Makes sense. It's great. kind of the. Audio it's bit. kind of birthday cake ice cream, but in cake form. One might say, and you meanwhile were rocking. Maybe the plainest looking bowl of vanilla ice cream I've ever seen. It might be vanilla um, yogurt. You might be a bowl of sour cream. Absolutely not looking close enough. Because if you did, you would see these little flecks of vanilla bean. Because I'm a classy lady, and I like Haagen Dazs. Oh, bean Griffin. Oh my goodness, you're you're spending the big bucks on your. The thing about Haagen Dazs vanilla bean Griffin is, it's so rich that it satiates. Mm. your ice cream cravings for a longer period. Is is that coming through the pop filter? Um, You probably knocked it at least once. Um, Good cake. Shout out to my local grocery chain. I'm shocked that that's good, genuinely. I mean, I don't have very high standards for cake. Sure. But this is a major Canadian grocery chain, but not the one I used to work at, so we still will not name. It's true. If you want to sponsor us, Metro. Oh, my God. <laughs> you blew it. <laughs> now they got all the free press they wanted. And you said that you love their cake and you would recommend it to anyone who listens to podcasts? That's right. If This is a podcaster's cake, for sure. This is a podcast. That's what I thought you were going to say. Technically. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting to think about? Until the episode gets released... Mm. This isn't a pod. We're just talking. We're making a podcast. Yeah, there is no podcast yet. It's like we're we're almost like cartoon. Maybe like I'm imagining. Okay, like a cartoon. Hmm. What? Maybe like maybe Goofy. Okay. I'm imagining Goofy in this role. It could be Mickey, but I'm imagining Goofy. It could be Donald as well. I'll be honest. <laughs> but the idea is like. Something is they're they're a train conductor. Okay. <laughs> you know how they had they, different they jobs. Wind up Steamboat Willie famously. Yeah. Um so something has happened they're a train conductor. Something has happened to the train tracks. They are leaning out in front of the train, laying down mm. the tracks as they roll along. Yeah. And that just feels like classic animation stuff. Yeah, and who I think do you that's think... like a famous bit. I don't think this is like a hypothetical bit. I think you are referencing one specific episode of some old cartoon. Okay. okay. And who do you... Seems just... like it might be a Looney Tune. That Could might be, be something sure. Bugs would find himself in. Mm, but I feel like Bugs is always so like... In, in charge? 
Yeah, he's so in control. He's never put in the situation. Sometimes he is, I guess. But, like, it feels like he's so rarely, like, out of options. Like, maybe mm. Wiley Coyote would do that for a period. And then, mm. like, he would look down to find that he was out of track and he'd gone over a cliff. Or the track. Um, he'd keep kept putting down the track, but there was no more ground underneath the track. He was just track. Precisely. Precisely. Just got um, a work email, Chris. Would you like me to read it out loud on the podcast? I guess so. <laughs> it is the recording schedule based on different hypothetical Blue Jay situations for mm. the Famous Sportsnet podcast at the letter, so I'm not going to leak that, actually. Great segue. Yes, indeed. Uh, I'd like to point out we've been going now for about eight minutes, and we do actually have things to talk about this week. It's not like we're <laughs> trying to fill time. <laughs> you famously said this would be a, quote, a live-to-tape for the afternoon commuters. Yep. Uh, not usually our audience, but I like where your head's at. No, not her. Um, you don't think our audience is employed and commuting? <laughs> <laughs> I think probably our audience is like, I've exhausted my entertainment options for the day. Mm. It's like, I listen to podcasts, and I, have lis- and I as the <laughs> podcast listener, have listened to all the other podcasts. I have finished podcasts, except for one. <laughs> And now it's time to... That might be the big break we're waiting for. All we need to do is let everyone else finish every other podcast, and then That's a great we'll get them point. in droves. We would be a great at a war of attrition. <laughs> yeah, we will... Well, you gave us a 50% chance of going another year. Mm-hmm. And, hey, why don't you just keep flipping that coin, landing on the right... Uh, what do you call those? Faces? Side? I almost said number or letter. <laughs> That's like neither of us are... <laughs> I will say one thing about this vanilla cake. It's making me thirsty. Mm, kind of a pretzel situation. Um, Blue Jays. Well, <laughs> I don't get to talk about how my ice cream is melting. Oh, your ice cream. Is you it now just a puddle of floating vanilla bean specks? There's about this much left. Oh, you can see it dripping on camera. Oh, yeah, this is... You've really it's a, it's a, taken too long to eat this ice I- cream. <laughs> I am not responsible for this. Griffin, the Toronto Blue Jays. I'll say this about them. They are who we thought they were. Is mostly how I feel. Um, Something I didn't share with you is, I guess so, two nights ago. No. Yes, two nights ago now. The night before the first wildcard game, the Blue Jays famously lost Mm 3-1. Kevin Gosman had a substandard outing. Not too bad, uh, but yeah. Well, I mean, by his standards, by what we I were hoping to get. I think going four inning. I mean, like I guess. No, it wasn't good. It wasn't good for sure. You don't want necessarily like he wouldn't have gone past say six innings, but a sub a disappointing start. I think most people would agree. Royce Lewis hit two home runs. He did. Blue Jays did not hit very well at all. No. Ended up with one run. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, Griffin, the night before the game. You know how there's the classic, like, you always hear from, like, the, the scrappy underdog team that makes it to the World Series or wins the World Series, and, like, it'd be like, we just keep kept, we were talking about it in the clubhouse, and we just kept saying, why not us? And so I was kind of, like, doing that thought exercise, like, working, working retroactively as if the Blue Jays had won the World Series. Right. And it was like, why not us? And then I, I posed that question to myself, and then I said, well, they don't hit very well. Yeah. 
that that would be the biggest reason why not us. And that seems like it will probably be the reason that they lose the series. Yeah. With that being I said, pre- Matt Chapman misses a home run by approximately one foot that I think would have either tied or given them the win in the game. I forget if it was a two-run shot or a three-run shot. But headlines are different if that ball is one foot. But it's not. And sports is a... It's a make-or-miss league, as people are fond of saying. Absolutely. I mean, baseball in particular, I feel like it can be so... A bounce here. I don't want to say luck-based, but yes. Yeah. No, that's why the playoffs are a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. Famously. Well, I'm going to just... drink the rest of my ice cream. You okay. continue. Well, while we do that, I just want to shout out a friend of the podcast, Justine Jones. I had the absolute joy of seeing her on Monday. Lucky. had a lovely chat with our good friend... Uh, there's no chance in hell she listens to this, but Mm-mm. just wanted to say hi. Thank you. Um, I just want to brag to you that I saw Justine. Okay, go off. I will. That was <laughs> there was no there was no tie-in at all. No, no. Well, I mean, there's not much to say about the Blue Jays. Just moments from when you're listening to this, Jose Barrios and Sonny Gray will probably be on the mound. I don't know. I don't feel too bad. Maybe it's just because I have, like, no expectations, but... Moments from when they're listening to this. No matter what, that is the high floor, low ceiling guarantee. If you are listening to this, turn on the TV. Right now. The game starts in, like, two hours, and we have, like, an hour left of the podcast. Oh, Chris. We have 45 minutes left of the podcast, and it's a quick turnaround. We just don't have to... We just can't say anything that needs to be edited out. Sure. Don't say anything bad. Um, I did already you, drop a uh, yeah, let's go Brandon and a where we go one we go all. <laughs> you really did. That might yeah, help our SEO. I mean, the thing is, Griffin, do you think, I mean, we'll probably talk about this more next week, but just quickly, like, do you think there will be any kind of reckoning? Particularly, I think, the offense, the hitting. Will there be any kind of, like, we need to do something to drastically revamp this? Because, like... Not really. It's evidently not working. They were one of the best offensive teams in baseball, and they are now so mediocre with such a good lineup. Yeah, but that's the thing, is it is a good lineup, and this a very similar lineup was one of the best offensive teams in baseball, so it's weird that a lot of guys had a down year at the same time. But I don't think they're going to make drastic changes. I think that this roster, like, the vision of building this roster was executed successfully from a front office point of view and they just the players didn't execute it but i think that they'll give them another year to try and execute that vision i don't know like be changes around the edges kiermeyer merrifield chapman Chapman. but uh the pitching's good defense is good i think that we'll see mainly the same blue jays back in 2024 and also you're not going to fire a manager twice in three years so John no Schneider i sort of got another I year think, politically yeah they kind of put themselves and i almost felt like ross atkins and his media availabilities before the game was like kind of like teeing that up because he said something that was like oh we think that with time john schneider will become like one of the best managers in baseball which is basically like a tacit acknowledgement that it's like he has not been great no, he Yet. hasn't been the best manager in baseball by any stretch, but he's young. It's his first ever managerial job. He knows these guys very well. He, he was sort of the guy that the organization has had in mind to do this for a long time. He was brought up alongside this young core. Like, this is their guy, and they're certainly not going to fire him after one year in which he made the playoffs. No. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Like, it seems like 
and again we will probably talk about this this will be our main segment next week so we don't need to spend when too we're long previewing on it. the uh, alcs precisely um but the fact that ostensibly your best player has like gotten worse every year basically yeah yeah that's troubling that's something they got to figure out and you're like presumably going to be signing two players to huge long-term contracts yeah maybe they should sign Vladdy after this year get him for like get him on that ronald acuna eight years 100 million deal i don't think that's gonna happen (laughs) happen for ronald acuna we need to really talk about how that like not only should he have fired his agent his agent should be in jail (laughs) his agent Uh i don't usually advocate for the death penalty (laughs) but eight years 100 million for anyway anyway We'll talk about it after they win the World Series. Absolutely. Um, for the second time, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they won a couple years ago. In old 2021. Classic. Oh, yeah. We were there. I believe we were in the same room when they won that series. At the end of the World Series? Maybe you weren't there. I know Clem was there. I what? can remember that quite clearly. In October 2021? And, oh, in, in class. Well, they play the games at night, but yes. Well, yeah. Like finishing school? <laughs> we were, yes, we went to school together at the time, you'll recall. I do. Kind of the, speaking of the birthday of this podcast, that was the birthplace of this podcast. It was, and yeah, two years ago, three days ago, we were sitting in the Centennial uh, recording studio for the first time, just <laughs> naming, putting out the episode entitled, I'm Just Naming Stats. Uh, talking about Scotty Burns' potential fantasy impact. Wow. Interesting. And Very much interesting. like Vladimir Guerrero Jr., we have slowly regressed ever since 2021. Yeah, our year-over-year numbers have not <coughs> gone, really gone up to snuff. And that is a live to tape, so we are keeping that cough and uh, pop filter bump. Yeah. <laughs> cough hey. effect. If you're in your car right now driving home, don't worry. It was me coughing, not not someone in your trunk. Yeah, and um, turn on the Blue Jays game. <laughs> They're playing right now. Yeah. Why are you listening to this? Well, you had to get the preview. Now it's been previewed. <laughs> yeah. We did not talk about game two at all. Game two. But, uh, I think you Jose Brios saves pitching. the season. That would be... I'm seeing seven innings of one run ball. Blue Jays finally scrape a couple wall scrapers over the wall. Um, scrape a couple wall scrapers over the wall against Sonny Gray. They force a decisive game three where Chris Bassett has the edge over whoever the Twins choose to pitch because the Blue Jays have the deeper rotation. And uh, Blue Jays move on to play the Houston Astros. The thing is, I mean, I, I fully can see that happening. I do obviously think they're the better team. Um, I feel like the rotation is so, like, deep and good it can be a little confusing or like it can be it can i can be ambivalent about the rotation because every one of them i mean maybe this is just true of all pitchers but it's like every one of them can be good but also every one of them could blow i up. never feel confident about any of them yeah in like a big game like i didn't really feel like i was like oh kevin gosman's got this on lock yeah and I don't feel like Jose Brios has this unlock, and I don't no. feel like Chris Basket has this unlock. They could have good games, but I don't feel any level of like faith. Much like I guess that's true of the entire team. Is like 
at any given time, they could be great. Oh, yeah. But do you trust them to do that? Not really. WNBA, Griffin. Yes, yes. More important than a first round of a playoffs, we've got a final coming up. It's the one we've all been waiting for. Your New York Fighting Liberty against the reigning champion Las Vegas Fighting Aces. It really did turn out the way that we wanted it to. Yes, absolutely. It's that's what we wanted, but like the way that the season should have, like it feels like the season turned out the way that it was supposed to. Yeah, well, you got two absolute super teams going head to head in the final, Chris. Mm-hmm. You hinted before we hit record. Your uh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, and what's won in Vegas, like a WNBA trophy, might stay in Vegas as well. That's very good, Griffin. I did Thank say you. that the Aces were once again going to own the libs. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, let's not go, Brianna. Um, oh, I will say just quickly, that's a crazy choice to give her the MVP over Asia. Primarily, yes. And also, um, what's her name? Alyssa Thomas. Yes. Um, but primarily Asia Wilson, who basically has the same numbers on literally the best team of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it, Asia it was Wilson was like, my pick, for sure. But with that being said, I'm a sucker for a teal jersey. I've got my LaMelo Ball sure. Buzz City alternate Chinese knockoff hanging in the other room. Not hanging, it's in a pile on my floor. Um, sure. The Vancouver Yetis, my NBA 2K custom team, wear oh. teal jerseys. That must be awesome. Who's on the Yetis? Oh, well, you got <laughs> Jalen Brown. <laughs> oh, good. Zion Williamson. Nice. Uh, George McKnight. Never heard of him. He's a star center, Griffin. He's I had, bet. He's, I think, like a five-time defensive player of the year. <laughs> Wow. Leonard Spencer. Pat, I just realized they two of my players have the same name, Leonard Spencer and Patrick Spencer. Isn't mm. that interesting? I hit him with the L. Spencer Lynn Bayless. P. Spencer. Okay, so you're a few years in the future on 2K. <laughs> yeah, I'm in like 2031. <laughs> gotcha. Do you play every game? I have it set up. It's a custom league, Griffin. Uh, so 32 teams. The Yetis came in as an expansion team along with the Pittsburgh Force. Nice. Um, well, what are all the Cleveland Cavalier fans in Pittsburgh going to do? Their <laughs> hearts are going to be what torn. Are, what are all the Suns fans in Las Vegas going to do now that the Aces are here? <laughs> I will say also, I just want to quickly shout something out that a friend of the podcast, Emilio, uh, he suggested, and I want to pick your ear about this. Um, not the metaphor, but... Or I guess idiom, but if I had said Las Vegas plus the Sacramento Kings, would you be more? Would you have been more amenable to that, um, or would it have been the same? I'd have to check the map. I am more amenable to it just because Sacramento, Sacramento is a one a one town team or a one team one town. Horse town. Uh, so yes, I would be more amenable to that. Okay, I was just checking in with you because he did mention that, and I was like, that's a good point. Um, but yes, I think that the Aces are just better. They have swept their way through the playoffs. I would be very shocked to see any team basically challenge them. Even the Liberty, who are extremely good, I just don't. I don't. See I, I I do think it will be the Aces. I'm pulling for the Liberty. I love Jean Quel Jones. I love Sabrina Ionescu, of course. Uh, love. 
Love Courtney Vandersloot. Yes, big Vandersloot fan over here. I'm a massive Vandersloot. Um, one thing, I just have the roster up in front of me just to make sure I didn't forget anyone. Han Ju, of course, on the roster. I'm a big fan of her as well. One of the people also ask, how is Han Ju t- so tall? What? Oh, people always... <laughs> what do you think that means? <laughs> what, um, who is Googling, how is Han Ju so tall? Well, she was born, and she grew to be that height. What does that what does that question mean? I think that it's relatively rare for <laughs> Chinese women to be six feet and ten inches tall. Yes, but but what do they expect the answer to be when they Google how is Hanju so tall? Um, I think be- also because and I wanna get my facts right here, wasn't Yao Ming famously tall? He absolutely yes. Um Yao Ming was the child of professional basketball players. Oh yeah. Um and so I'm just wondering if like people people are wondering whether there's some kind of uh Oh, maybe there's a lineage. A familial tie. Not not to Yao Ming, no. but whether there's a, <laughs> a basketball connection. Cuz when you see someone that tall, you're like, what's the story? Yeah. You got tall parents or what? So, Chris, we know that you picked the Aces. I want to know. In three, four, or five, the two teams, of course, split the regular season 2 2. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's always. You never want to predict a sweep. No. It's you not always going to be a sweep. Okay, if you say so. Um, but I, I will say Aces in four. I'm going to go Liberty in five. I'm going to okay. believe in a little bit of an upset. We'll stake a point on it. And I mean, like, it's not... I'm probably making it out to be bigger than it is. The Liberty are very good. They would be probably title favorites. In... No, I, I think you said Brianna Stewart sucks at basketball. I think those were your exact <laughs> words. I implied it. I didn't say it. Um, I think maybe not last year, but probably, like, the five years before that. Oh, yeah. would be unequivocal huge title favorites yeah so but no it's exactly what we wanted it's going to be phenomenal basketball i'm very excited um and do you think there's going to be a a toronto team announced tomorrow (laughs) i hope so they would be fools not to i'll put it that way it doesn't seem like it It seems like it'll be bay area as you you broke to me pre-pop yes i broke that news to you all right chris we got a few minutes here because <laughs> in, in in the segment one, we're at twenty six minutes. Wow. Um, yeah, time flies. Mitch Marner, we are buzzing. I'm good. He's just something he says a lot. Um, hey, well, is Jake Muzzin gonna play this year? I don't think he'll ever play professional hockey again. That's too bad. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, but Chris, I was yeah. looking. I was going to get this cake before we started. I'd kept it in the fridge. And I initially went to look in the freezer for the cake because I, I terrible idea. I do like a good frozen treat. You but take you a, just a baked that good earlier. Yeah, I bought it like twenty minutes before we started. <laughs> um, you take a baked good, you stick it in the freezer though. It can be really good. It makes it like hard and like firm. Yeah, I love a nice hard cake. Firm cake. God. Uh, but anyway, I don't know if I love a firm cake. I love a firm cake. 
Uh, I noticed our freezer be careful. here at the High Floor Low Ceiling Studio in our offices. <laughs> yeah, we, our, we should have an office. We should. That'd be so cool. Our freezer is empty. There's just, like, there's one little, like, piece of Rudy Gobert in the back. We've still never taken Rudy Gobert out of the freezer. Sure, 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 but, sure. But, like, we took the Toronto Maple Leafs out of the freezer many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we the took Lakers. the Lakers out of the freezer. Uh, and there's, like, a bunch of freezer burn back there. And so we really need to go to the grocery store. The Buffalo store. Bills. The Bills we took out of the freezer yeah, and put them into Buffalo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that probably doesn't really come across on the phone. You're, uh, you're mocking Anyways. my joking tone. Mm-hmm. Um, so we need to go to the grocery store. We need to restock this freezer. The freezer's running low. Absolutely. And if you're new to the podcast, as I imagine dozens and dozens of you are, well, the birthday and something that really like reinforces how long the show has been running and how many things that you'll never understand unless you go back and listen to all of it. That's really like what gets new new listeners in. Is yeah, if they feel like I'll never get through all of this. Well, no, I'm about to tell them what the freezer is. Okay, because they're like, "What are you talking about? A freezer? I know. Obviously, you guys are in your beautiful." high-rise offices with windows that overlook the city in the midwest yeah we're in sioux falls um (laughs) go sky force what a pull Uh, (laughs) is that another team in your fake basketball league that is the miami heats g league team thank you very much wow whatever happened to the red ants the fort wayne mad ants maybe isn't there also a red ants maybe that's a minor league baseball team anyway the freezer is where we put things that we think like the discourse around is tiring like people are making too big a deal of it they're talking about it too much and we're like there's nothing actually new coming out about this it's like when i listen to a true crime podcast and like the trial is upcoming in two months and so they just repeat the same things over and over i'm like time to put this in the freezer um (laughs) this is just something that i was thinking of no i i have something great to share with you griffin (laughs) on or off mic on Mike. Oh boy. Um, this Settle is a Reddit post by user JTC Mullenkamp. Oh, so you weren't listening to me at all. Mm, I mean, I know what the freezer is, so I didn't feel like I really had to listen that closely. I think you could use these refreshers. I could. Sometimes. I could absolutely Starbucks refreshers. Oh, um, Tim Hortons quenchers. Very good. <laughs> thank you. The working man's. <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> all of us can refreshing. afford. Some of us just have to go to second floor in the Rogers building and go to the little Tim's that's in there. Get Absolutely. a Blackberry Yuzu refresher. They have quencher, or refreshers? That's or a crazy. quencher. Yeah, no, it's really good. Um, so the title of the post, Griffin, is What if every team was named after the most abundantly populated animal in their geographical area? They're <laughs> talking about the teams, uh, you know, the Tigers. When you think of Detroit, you don't think of a jungle rule over by any apex feline predators, etc., etc. So, just quickly, I'm going to run you through. I'll just do the AL. Okay. But I'll give you. Uh, give me an animal, and I'll tell you the city. No, I'm just going to read you the list for the oh, AL. You don't All right. have a game. AL East: Tampa Bay Ants, Boston Ants. New York Ants, <laughs> Toronto Ants, Baltimore Ants, AL Central, Chicago Ants, Cleveland Ants, Detroit Ants, Kansas City Ants, Minnesota Ants, AL West, Houston Ants, Seattle Ants, Oakland Ants, Los Angeles Ants of Anaheim, Texas Ants. There you go. 
That's an excellent post. Shout out to what was the username? JTC Mullenkamp. And I'm just going to go quickly look at their most recent post. They posted Jordan Walker's 116th career hit. Nice. They also posted Jordan Walker's 115th, 114th, and 113th career hit. This person seems like a real memer. They seem like a funny little guy. Um, yes. Fill in the freezer. That's what it was. Mm, here at I've our heard of Phil of the Future, but this? Sioux Falls. You're probably too young for Phil of the Future. No, no. I was definitely crowded around the little kitchen TV watching Phil of the Future on weekends. Did you ever watch Life with Derek? Yes, Life with Derek. Absolutely. That's so Raven. So, did you know, Griffin? Do you know about the Raven's Home? Yeah. Did you know that it's been running for six seasons on <laughs> Disney Plus? <laughs> did we already talk about that? No, but I said that exact same thing to my lovely girlfriend, Sarah, the other day. Because I saw a thing on Disney Plus that was like season six of Raven's Home. Now I was like, season what? <laughs> 122 episodes. Okay, is that of Raven's Home? And so that's yes, not including That's So Raven. Griffin, there are 100 episodes of That's So Raven. There are more episodes of Raven's Home than there are of That's So Raven. I'll tell you what, there isn't more of, and that's cultural impact for Raven's Hello. Home than That's So Raven. That's So Raven was an iconic, maybe the Here. best. Disney Channel, or Family this Channel is, for us Canadians. Sure. This is a bad podcast segment, but do you want to both do our Raven Raven looks? Yeah. Three, two, one. <laughs> you kind of leaned back. I did. I feel like sometimes she was struck by knowledge. Absolutely. Uh, uh, we've really got to put stuff in this freezer, Chris. It's open. The cold <laughs> air is getting out. Our hydro is going through the roof on the, on the rent we pay. We pay utilities? Is, yeah, well, we still both live in Toronto, Shoot. and then we commute to Sioux Falls every week to record the podcast. <laughs> every day. And we keep this freezer here. Oh, you want to go daily? I'm there daily. I only see you once a week. Oh, yeah. What do you do the rest of the week when I'm not there? Just brainstorm ideas, considering <laughs> I created both the segments for this episode. <laughs> I give you directives, and you, you hash out the finer details. Yeah, I handle more of the day-to-day. You're more big picture. Exactly. Um... Keep in mind, sure, I the edit Sean Fennessy every episode. Of... and uh, <laughs> Or don't edit them sometimes. They're all edited. They're all, if something needs to be edited out, it gets edited out. They all have the theme song in it, absolutely. They absolutely do. Griffin! Uh, <laughs> the freezer! Good lord. Your ice cream's melting. That honey, it's been drunk. Your, your fancy uh, Haagen-Dazs vanilla bean ice cream. It's going bad. We're leaving the freezer open so long. Hey, call Meek Mill. That was a big hit for him. Leaving the freezer open so long? Going bad. Haagen-Dazs vanilla ice cream? <laughs> no. And it's vanilla bean, thank you. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> There's a difference. It's little flex. <laughs> um, do you think that's actually that's vanilla like, bean, or do you think it's just like ground up shavings? It's <laughs> <laughs> rat, like dead rat from the trap. That's you when you try and show off your muscles, a little flex. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, going into the freezer, we got Shohei Otani's free agency speculation. We got William Nylander. We got the Denver Broncos quarterback situation. We got the Minnesota Timberwolves big situation. We got Traveler, the Miami Heat. Oh, don't get the heat inside the freezer. Hey, have a little thunderstorm. Uh, what? Sorry, continue. <laughs> when hot meets cold, that's how a thunderstorm forms. Uh, we got the that's, inevitable. That should have been the tagline for Elemental. Now streaming on Disney Plus. 
I'll, I'll have to watch it. You liked it, I think, didn't you? No, I did not. Oh. People liked it. Um, the inevitable Winnipeg Jets trade speculation and James Harden. Chris, you got to pick one to talk about. Everything else is just getting shoved to the back. Okay, I just want to quickly mention also that the tagline for Elemental is Opposites React. Bad. Not really very good. Well, Griffin, you're going to hate the movie. <laughs> <laughs> is that because... the entire thesis of, like, that's the entire tone of the movie right there? Well, the tone of the movie is that they live in Element City. Right. Zootopia. But, like, way worse, because it's just, ele- it's called <laughs> Element City. <laughs> um, and the... F- the fire people are just like they encompass all minorities like they're kind of like chinese middle eastern they're they're all they're all ethnicities good the fire people good and griffin they are marginalized as all get out oh no i'm gonna talk about the shohei otani free agency speculation a lot of these i also mentioned the inevitable winnipeg jets trade speculation these are like pre-freezes like I don't even want that. It's like, you know how you, like, sometimes you get two loaves of bread, you throw one in the freezer? Yeah. You're like, I don't I don't even want this to start getting stale. No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nip it in the bud and put it in the freezer right now. Just pick a team. I do not want, <laughs> or, and like, you know, take your time. You don't want There's front no runners and. I don't want front runners. I don't want plane tracking. Oh. I don't want Shohei Otani has followed um, Macklemore on He's Instagram. I was like, who's the first person I can think of from Seattle? I will say that it wasn't any members of the Seattle Mariners. I think he's going to Seattle, is what I will say. Yeah, um, that's my little that's my little thingy thing. Is that they Seattle wants to spend? I think well, maybe not wants to, but they understand the need to spend. This is the most worth it to them. Yep. He likes Seattle, it seems. They have a built-in connection to the Asian market already with their history. I think he's going to Seattle. Uh, I think he's Unless going to be a... Unless he signs an insane contract. Like, right. Like a over $50 million dollar a year. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to be a Toronto Blue Jay. Because I am going to make it happen. Absolutely. I live here in Toronto, despite the well, fact that I commute to Sioux Falls. Yeah. Part-time um, live here. Yeah, six days a week. Uh, <laughs> and I'm really, I'm in touch hey. with the city, you know? Kind of I go Beatles out for walks. Uh, and yeah, I really think that I could just get it done. So I'm going to, I need to be in contact with Shohei Otani. It's the big hurdle right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we'll work on that. Mm-hmm. I'm putting out a call right now. Shohei, get in touch with me. I'll take you yeah. on a I live near Casa Loma. We can go see Casa Loma. Uh, you'll, you won't be able like to choose that. anything else after you see Casa Loma. <laughs> that really is the Toronto landmark. I'd say there are two. CN Tower, too touristy. Yeah. And there's Casa Loma. Exactly. <laughs> uh, my one team that I'm going to talk about in the freezer, well, it's more a person than a team in, in that it is a person. Um, it's William Nylander. The Leafs, once again... The regular season does not matter for them. Uh, William Nylander's contract is something that can be worked out at a later date. Um, I do sort of think it's silly when players say, like, I'm not going to negotiate during the season because it's not like you're negotiating anyway. So, like, just let your agent negotiate during the season. But I don't want to hear about it this season. I'm sick and tired 
of contracts and salary caps and all that. I just want to watch some hockey. I'm looking forward to watching the hockey this year. I think it's going to be fun hockey to watch both in Toronto and around the league. Uh, so don't talk to me about contract extensions and, oh, we should trade him if we're not in, like, not winning the division. Uh, that's all stupid. I don't care. They're obviously not going to get better by trading two months of William Nylander. Um, so, yeah. Don't talk to me about him. Just let him play hockey. Absolutely. All right. Speaking of not talking, we're going to take a break. When we come back, a birthday party really kicks off. And a birthday debate. Yes. Everyone's favorite birthday celebration. (laughs) When we return on high floor, low ceiling, birthday edition. And that's the sound of us landing this plane cleanly in the second half as we continue on our birthday extravaganza here at High Floor Low Ceiling Headquarters in Sioux Falls, North Dakota. I haven't committed to a Dakota when we've been talking about Sioux Falls so far today. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it is. It's Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I'm glad I Damn didn't it! say what I was going to say. You, were, you um, weren't going to say a Dakota at all. You can't prove that. You were going to say Iowa. <laughs> you can't prove that. <laughs> I know you. I would never do something like that. You're so Iowa-pilled. <laughs> so, I drove through the dang thing. Exactly. It sucked. Respectfully. Respectfully. I'm sure it's better if you stop and walk around. Smell the wheat. Spell. Griffin, we have another segment. We do. We often do. You ca- the one thing about us, we always come up with something. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. <laughs> and it's usually me. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think it's a, it's a good 60-40. You think that? I think 60-40 is about right. Okay. That's fine. We can't fight about this because we have another fight coming up. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, we're going to turn this one over to the listeners. Our pin the tail and the our pin no. the tail and the donkey <laughs> and pinata the same thing. I you say no, they are not. The Chris says first. they are the same activity. This uh, isn't fair. So what we're doing? So of course we are famous, world famous for activities drafts. Sioux Falls famous. Sioux Falls famous. Um. <laughs> Go ahead and yawn away. Um, for our activities drafts, we've done winter activities, we've done summer activities, we've done, I believe, Victoria Day activities, I believe we've done Labor Day activities, maybe? I think we've done fall activities and spring Sir, activities. I think we've hit all four seasons. Well, we're, we keep popping off with these things. And this time, we've got the birthday activities draft. Because it's our birthday. Because it's our birthday. You guys uh, didn't get us anything. They gave us our their time and love. That means jack to me. I want okay. tangible monetary value. I want a tangelo. Ever had one of those? No. What is it? It is a crossbred fruit of some description. I believe it's a tangerine and maybe a jello. Um, I'm sorry. What was the second fruit? 
It's, of course, a citrus fruit hybrid of a citrus reticulata variety, such as mandarin orange or tangerine, and a citrus maxima variety, such as a pomelo or grapefruit. Ah. The name is a portmanteau of tangerine or pom- and pomelo. I put that one together myself. Not unlike myself, tangelos are the size of an adult fist, <laughs> have a tart and tangy taste, and are juicy at the expense of flesh. <laughs> Very disturbing. That's more about you than I ever had to know. The size of an adult fist, eh? That's how you would describe yourself? I mean, depending on the situation. Griffin, it's your birthday, so I'll let you get away with it. Go, Shorty. Um, we have a series of birthday activities here that we are going to assign athletes to. But the first thing that needs to get resolved here is... I suggested... Pin the tail on the donkey, a classic birthday activity. Of course. You suggested pinata, also a classic birthday birthday activity. activity. I won't take that away from it. And I said, don't do that. That's the same thing. And you lit up with rage. It's just not. (laughs) They just both involve the element of being blindfolded. That's the only thing they They have in common. They both require blindfolded accuracy. Everything that... uh, (laughs) Nothing is blindfolded, and then like, oh, it doesn't matter if you're blindfolded, though. There's nothing to do with having your eyes closed for this thing. You were just blindfolding you for the sake of it. But sometimes it's just like, you're blindfolded and you're blind. Like, pin the tail on the donkey and or pinata, there's a skill element involved, where it's like, you're blindfolded, but and you're still trying to be accurate. Where it's like... (laughs) Yeah, think of something where you're blindfolded and not trying to be accurate. Blind man's bluff. I don't know what that is. It's like blind tag. So you have to be accurate in tagging someone. But you don't, it's not required. You can still play the game with <laughs> a if sense you of run accuracy. into a tree. You can play pinata and pin the tail on the dog. It's funnier when someone doesn't have a sense of accuracy and pin the tail on the dog. Okay, so you've chosen someone who's bad at these things? No. Okay. Um, I propose, in order to stop the wars, people are bleeding and dying over this, brothers against brothers. We got one um, side holding pin cushions to or not pin cushions but push pins and then the other side has pinata sticks yeah it's brutal um i'm proposing that we collapse it into pin the tail on the tonky and or pinata so whoever you put out is if if we include both events then they're doing both Okay, and uh, should we also combine bowling and singing? Since sometimes you talk when you're bowling, and that involves moving <laughs> you know air that's from your not lungs. The same thing. You and know that's exactly, the same thing. they're about as related. I'd say. <laughs> then you are totally lost as to what each of those activities is. I think you're far too. You're painting them with far too broad a brush. The only difference, I'll put it this way, you say the only similarity is you're blindfolded. Correct. The only difference is the way your arm moves. No, no, no. You have a different tool. You have a different goal. You have a different uh, object. No, your goal is to hit the thing. It's a different hanging apparatus. No, the goal is to either destroy something or make something whole. (laughs) That's... Literally polar opposites. I guess in a, you know... One From is that outside, one is inside. <laughs> Not necessarily at all <laughs> for either one. Um. <laughs> I think they're different. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> but we're not gonna. But we won't fight about it anymore. <laughs> fine. All right. And or. Okay. Sure. Who is getting the first pick here? I am. 
<laughs> I know what you're going to do. <laughs> don't do it. I don't have backup bits. <laughs> well, Chris, the first one on our list is pin the tail on the donkey, which of course involves taking something sharp and placing it no, accurately no. on a board. I don't have a backup. <laughs> well, good thing you got pinata as a separate but equal category. Um <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> yeah, your words. Everything you've already your said words, not mine. Um, so I'm going to what? Who better, even <laughs> blindfolded, than to take a sharp object? And I'll say it: this guy could do his job blindfolded. Absolutely, I feel totally he could. Confident He's the greatest of all time. He doesn't He's... even have to walk up to the board to pin the tail on the donkey like some. We dude. don't even have to say his name. He could just throw it. Yeah, if you're a longtime listener, you know who it is. Yarl yeah. Shaburi knows who it is. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like, uh, Griffin, I feel like we just had a major uh, muscle or ligament injury. Because I feel like you're going to go do some PT. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Truly awful. Uh, But you are indeed correct. Uh, The first pick for Pin the Tail on the Donkey, the one and only high floor, low ceiling legend, uh, and nothing, uh, not a legend of anything else, Phil Taylor. And if you don't know, if you're new, Phil Taylor, the greatest golf. The greatest darts player of all time, uh, and a, a common a common reoccurring element of these high floor low ceiling athlete drafts. Absolutely. Um, that's a fine choice, Griffin. I agree. You're playing pin the tail on the donkey. I'm kind of playing a different game. I'm kind of playing the chess to pin the tail on the donkey's <laughs> checkers. It's a little something I like to call pinata. Right. And of course, and this is the same category for some reason. And of course, Griffin, you, the thing you need in pinata, because you know when you think about pinata, you think about bursting open the thing, but really <laughs> the pinata, if you will. <laughs> sure. But more than, and so you associate it with power. But really, what you need is accuracy. And even though this doesn't make any sense. As we all know, cricket batsmen, yeah, much more accurate, less power focused than a baseball. I think player. you're thinking of pinata as much more of a game of skill than it actually is. You think it's a game of chance? I think it's a game of fun. I think you take a couple <laughs> swings and misses, it's but a game of fun. What you want eventually is the big connection. But anyway, please reveal. Uh, I'm going to say Virat Kohli. Great guess, Griffin. But no, I went with a different. Uh, one of the greatest batsmen in the history of cricket. Um, Sachin Tendulkar? Hey! <laughs> that's one of my picks. <laughs> Griffin, just off the top of my head, in my opinion, he is the all-time highest run scorer in both ODI and Test cricket, with more than 18,000 runs and 15,000 runs, respectively. That, that objective fact is in your opinion? For receiving the most man-of-the-match awards in international cricket. Griffin, I am selecting... Sashin Tendulkar. <laughs> well, listen, he's no Greg Bradford, but it's a great choice. Um, I'm going to fact check that. I got that name right. Greg Bradford. Greg. <laughs> You're already changing it. Brad Gregman, you said his name was? <laughs> Greg Bradford, I believe, is an Australian batsman. Also one of the greatest of all time, although certainly no beef with Sashin Tendulkar. No results found for Greg. Oh, that's because I googled <laughs> Greg Bradford. I threw an extra R in there. Are you sure you're not thinking of Don Bradman? That's the one. 
Uh, Greg Bradford, when you Google him, is yeah, a, I see this this actor, <laughs> who very handsome man, uh, starred as Stan Nelson in Skate Town, USA. She sure did, and he was Freddy in Let's Do It. Well, I don't even need to know what that's about. Well, it's about a virgin named Freddy who has a major complex about his mother and won't let himself become involved with any other women. 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb. I'm shocked to hear that. A uh, shout out to Greg Bradford. I will be watching it. <laughs> I'm sure you will. That we'll, we'll have your review next week. Uh, okay, so Sashin Tendulkar, a great pick in the pinata slash pin the tail on the donkey category. Uh, next up is bowling. And for this one, I'm going to take an athlete who is not a professional bowler, but bowls at the caliber of a professional bowler. It's Mookie no, Betts. No, I don't have any <laughs> Wait, it's not your turn. It's not your turn. We, we never snake. What are you talking about? It's not your turn. It is my turn. You just took Sashin Tendulkar. It's not your... That's not how it works. You we, don't get the first pick in every round. You can move the categories around if you want. You don't have that's to follow my category. That's not how it works. We never, I swear we, we don't snake. We famously don't we, snake. We never, we never have done this. It's always been, you all, we alternate between who has the first pick in each given category. You, you know that. You know you're cheating. Okay, but since I said Mookie Betts out loud, no, you're not allowed to take him. No, I choose Mookie Betts. Um... You can't. The ne- for singing, the next category? No. On the list. I'm <laughs> getting mad. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm getting mad. <laughs> the next category on the list is singing. I don't know what you're talking about. So I just don't get to pick for bowling. <laughs> you, you'll pick for bowling when it's your turn. Okay. It's my turn, though, so? Or you're going to take another turn now, since all rules are going out the window, <laughs> apparently. No, no, okay, so, alright, so I went first for Pin the Tail and the Donkey, you went second, so you can go first for singing, and I'll go second, and then I'll go first Absolutely. for bowling, you go yeah. first for laser tag, I'll go first exactly. for escaping. So for bowling, I'm going to pick Mookie Betts. <laughs> wait, 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 you're not following the rules. And now it's rules. my turn for singing. No, I went second, because you already went first for bowling. And I also, you said you, I chose Mookie Betts. And now it's my turn to go first for singing. So we both get Mookie Betts for bowling? Yep. That doesn't seem fair. I agree. He's coming to my party. <laughs> No, he doesn't want to come to your party. He thinks you're <laughs> that's, a cheater. That's not true. Mookie. Hey, professional athlete. Hey, you know what? Mookie Betts plays for the Dodgers. He also played for the Red Sox. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> and and he famously, he loves the Red Sox, right? <laughs> oh, don't try and spin that, I'm sure. <laughs> he has nothing but the fondest feelings for the Boston Red Sox, I'm sure. Does he hate the Red Sox? Is that a thing? He must come no, on. No, you're just making shit up. Would you? Don't swear. It's our birthday. <laughs> don't swear on my birthday. <laughs> uh, he must hate the Red Sox. Come on. Because they traded him. Yeah, because he wanted to stay, and they kicked him to the curb. I mean, he was on the cheating Red Sox that won the 2018 World Series and won the MVP girl. that year. So I don't think he'd have a problem with my cheating. Mm-hmm. How come people don't talk about that? How come people don't talk about how Teoscar Hernandez is on the uh, Astros? I also, fa- are you making fun of me when you say that? Because that's one of my most famous takes, is that people never talk about how the Red Sox also cheated. No, I'm not making fun of you. It's a, it's an excellent take on your part. Thank you. Um, and Alex Cora just like went away for a year and then came back. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, so we both have Mookie Betts for bowling. Fine. Yeah. But I have the good version. 
<laughs> wait, I wait. No, hold on, hold on. You have the baseball pick, player. I get the bowler. That's, that's, so you admit that you picked a professional bowler, which is cheating. And he's not a professional bowler. He's participated in professional bowling events, but he's not a professional bowler. Uh, <laughs> um, how about this? Just to make it to make it equal, I'll take his right arm. I was gonna say I was gonna take his right hand. I'll take his right hand. You can keep with the arm. Okay, I'll get him a prosthetic hand. I'll get him a prosthetic arm. How long have we been going? Uh, not long enough to fulfill our quota. Um, we do uh, only have five minutes left. For singing, I will take famous. I feel like the keep only in mind, member it is I have singing of this. the birthday song specifically because it is a birthday. The only member track. I have of this person is singing. He's a very gregarious person. Um, lots of fun. Feel like he would be a great addition to a birthday party. Victor Oladipo. Okay, yes, a very good singer. Uh, busted out the Frank Sinatra at the Slam Dunk Contest one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good pick. I'm also going to go with someone who you might actually not know as a basketball player. They're definitely better known as a musician, but also happens to play in the NBA. Did you know that Dame Dalla is also... Yeah, the rapper is also Damian Lillard, the new point guard for the Milwaukee Bucks. I know that's his real name. He plays basketball. Yeah. Isn't like that crazy? Cole, it's like a J. Cole thing. No, no. Like, he's, like, good. He's, like, in the NBA. Oh. Yeah. Wait. No. Yeah, Dame Dalla. That Dame Dalla. Yeah. The, the, I know. It's crazy. The world's best rapper. The, the very same. Probably, it's him... If you combine, here's a question for you. I'm through with this bit. Okay, um, good bit though. Nice and done. <laughs> Fist bumps all around. If you combined basketball skill and music skill, who you got, Damian Lillard or J. Cole? I haven't. I think it's not close. You think it's definitively J. Cole? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not close. Um. I think Dame Lillard is much, much better at basketball than J. Cole, but J. Cole Whoa. is much, much better than at music. Oh, I thought you were going to say that <laughs> Dame Lillard is a much, much better basketball player than J. Cole is a rapper. Uh, no, I agree I'd say that they're about even, even. I agree that the two of them are... <laughs> I agree that Dame Lillard is better at basketball than J. Cole, <laughs> and J. Cole is better at rapping. That's my hot take. I don't know. Some people might come for me on that one. Uh, if I combined, uh, give me Dame. I'm going to take Dame Lillard. You got to be really good to make the NBA. Absolutely. Uh, Griffin, laser tag. Laser Classic tag. Classic B-Day activity. You do, do you enjoy I some had, L-tag? I really do. I haven't played probably in 15 years, but I had multiple. There were some years where it's just like there would be like 12 birthday parties a year at laser tag. Like every up. single kid had their birthday party Requested. at laser tag. It was awesome. Uh, my pick, of course... Actually, you can go first on this one. <laughs> Why? Because I'm so confident that you won't take my choice. Oh, I, I don't think that you're going to take my choice either. Okay, well, then I'll go first. I'm taking yeah. the legendary Daria Domracheva, uh, okay. who is, of course, a Belarusian biathlete and is the only ah. woman to ever win four Olympic gold medals in the biathlon open and shut case. I'm not saying she's the next Phil Taylor, Daria Domracheva, but I think she's going to get out there. I, I can keep her safe. I can supply cover for her. Whoa. <laughs> Not keep her, but just like let Settle her. Down, white people knight. aren't usually shooting at you while you do biathlon <laughs> is the thing. Usually you get to shoot sort I of undisturbed. I can keep her safe. I can, like as a decoy, a, a human shield, if you will. 
while she racks up the points undisturbed. Uh, Daria Domercheva coming to my birthday. And party. where does the biathlon element fit in? Because uh, there a, is you shoot a gun in the biathlon, but there is just shooting in the Summer Olympics. Yeah, but you got to be able to move around as well. It's laser tag. You'll never guess who has 50 more medals in professional shooting than any other country. <laughs> Will I actually never guess? No, you'll guess. Is it the United States of America? <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Good um, country. <laughs> Shout out Sioux Falls for giving us that huge tax break to build our headquarters there. Yeah. They, there's that they wanted the business. 20-story building rule. We're job Whatever. creators. Uh, Griffin, I went, I didn't go strictly for shooting ability. Well, I didn't, I didn't. So I said to myself, I called, I called myself (laughs) and I said, self, I want someone who's a marksman. Okay. I want someone with competitive drive. Of course. Of course. But also, I want someone who seems like a great hang. Daria Domracheva? <laughs> do you just I, I I'm not trying to get you, I just want to know. Do you know what Daria Domracheva have you seen a picture? I was on her Wikipedia briefly. She looks like a pretty normal person. She does look pretty normal, yeah. Um I was one I was just wondering if she was like from fifty years ago and looked crazy. No, no, no. <laughs> she she was recent like she competed in like Vancouver and such. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I went with someone who, and frankly, if I were just choosing great hangs, this person would be on my shortlist. Kelsey Plum. Okay. So the, the uh, court vision of, you're hoping will. And the three point marksmanship. Of course. All right. I like that. So is she going to be shooting her laser up in the air in an arc? Is she going to have a special arcing laser tag gun to mimic her three point marksmanship? Well, I'll be there to protect her. Of so. course. You hero. You see that? I think that's a pretty normal thing to say because when you have a more skilled person on your team, normal. you want, as the less skilled person, your job is to let them cook. Well, who said I was the less skilled person? I will. I'll say it right now. You're not as skilled as Kelsey Plum. At laser tag? At almost anything, I bet. What? <laughs> what podcasting? Uh, pod- I don't know. Just, everyone's got a podcast Come these on. days. Come on. You're not bad. I'm the Jordan of podcasting. At liking uh, Letterboxd, you're probably better at Letterboxd than Kelsey Plum. <laughs> like just posting? Like yeah. Updating You're it? just a better poster. Yeah, she's busier. I'm going to say she's better at basketball than you are. Well, I'm, I'm a, I'll am say it. I'm the, <laughs> the difference between us and basketball skill. She's as better as, at me at basketball as I am better than her at rapping. <laughs> Kelsey Plum, come on the podcast. Have a rap battle with Chris. Plumdog Millionaire. Uh, um, you get the first pick in Escape Room, Chris. I went simple here, Griffin. I went veteran leadership and clutch factor. Those are the only things that matter at Escape Room. <laughs> uh, Marie-Philippe Poulin. Of course. One of the clutchest and most veteran Yeah, a go-to pick for get. you. Absolutely a go-to pick for me. A go-to and pick I, for everyone. Why mess with the best? No. Yeah, I had a very similar thought. I also, I wanted some, like, calm under pressure, some ability to execute with a ticking clock. 
And I, but I also wanted eagle-eyed vision. You know, you got to spot the clues. Oh, that key's a little turned to the clockwise. We got to fix that. Oh, the door you just really, opened. <laughs> um, you know, escape room. I've never been to an escape room. Well, I've we seen escape room tournament of champions. That, that would be fun. That could be our centennial reunion. Sure. Um, put that out in the atmosphere. Ooh, I must have also had the WNBA finals on the brain because I'm taking the legendary Courtney Vandersloot mm-hmm. uh, to be. I did my consider escape her room for partner. various uh, roles. I don't know how good of a singer she is, but... Mm. Well, how do you feel about our birthday? Do you feel like I, we're, we're older? I I feel so much older, just having <laughs> recorded this podcast. <laughs> Another year older, Griffin. Who um, knows just what we'll quickly, year three is going to bring us. It's going to be awesome. Just quickly running down our list. For Pinata, I have someone who I definitely remember the name of. You have Sashin Tendulkar. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, for bowling, I have right-handed Mookie Betts. For singing, I have Victor Oladipo. For laser tag, I have Kelsey Plum. And for my escape room, I'm running with Marie-Philippe Poulet. And for me, uh, for Pin the Tail on the Donkey, which is going up against Pinata for some reason, I have the legendary High Floor the Ceiling Hall of Famer, Phil Taylor. Uh, from Huge. bowling, I have the All right forward. arm of Mookie Betts without his hand. Uh, for Pinata, I would have picked Ken Griffey Jr., by the way. Just that sweet <laughs> left-handed swing, ob- obliterating a Pinata. Uh, for singing, I have power, the rapper Dame Dalla, a.k.a. Ichiro would be better. Dame, no, he wouldn't. Okay. It might take Griffey... You're telling me Ken Griffey Jr. wasn't accurate with his swing. Okay, actually, I have a new answer. I just want to quickly throw in one for Pinata. Vladimir Guerrero Sr., Okay, can hit it because you know you don't need the textbook swing. No, he he could hit can, anything. He can he can go anywhere. And He's find practically it. a cricket player himself. Um, laser tag. I've got the legendary Belarusian biathlete Daria Domrosheva, and for the hey. escape room, I have the legendary American single athlete Courtney Vandersloot. Um, and shout out to our queer community. You know, biathletes. I was, as soon as I picked her, I was waiting. <laughs> I can't believe it took you this long. <laughs> Yes, the queer community, also in the high floor, low ceiling Hall of Fame, I think it's fair to say. That's interesting. <laughs> just the um, whole thing. I'm just trying to figure out a way to spin that against you, but... You can't. At any rate... I'm cancel-proof. This is well-established. <laughs> gonna do it for this episode of High Ceiling. I will never die. HFLC Podcast on Twitter, Griffin Porter 97 on Twitter, Seahousenjin on Twitter, Griffin, I tweeted twice. You did, I liked them both. You're making gifts now. I was making some gifts from You're the a Blue Jays. I'm a gifts gifts person. I thought um, it was very funny that you tweeted the gif of Kevin Kiermaier shaking his head, and then I said, nice tweet, and then you replied with the same gif. That made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> made me laugh, too, I'll be honest. Um, That's good. I'm happy to hear that. So I hope you continue to listen all the way through until the our next year. Our third birthday. Until our third B-Day, and then you can give it up. No. Um, but until then... Please keep your floors high and your ceilings low. Thanks for listening, everyone.